You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am joined by a very special guest, Joe Zuleika, and we are chatting all about something that pops up no matter what stage of business you are at, and that is imposter syndrome. So we're learning how we can combat that inner critic, that inner mean girl, that sometimes we just need to tell her to be quiet. So with that being said, Joe. Welcome into the podcast. Thank you so much, Amy. I'm so delighted to be here. Lovely to see you. I could actually see you on camera and nice to just be joined by such a happy, smiley person. Lovely to see you today. Thank you. The feeling is absolutely mutual. So before we dive into this wonderful topic, tell us more about yourself, who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Thank you, Amy. So I brand myself as a leadership coach for over 30 years. I've been in the business of hiring, training, mentoring, and managing people into leadership positions. And what I feel like I have come to know so well is that we are our own worst enemy. I have seen some incredibly talented people, women especially, with their high relationship skills, their high ability to collaborate and to multitask and to do all the things and get stuff done, be absolutely stumbled by their own self-doubt. So uh, I'm now working for myself, um, coaching women in leadership, helping them get out of their own way and basically just expand as big as they're meant to without um, some of that inner saboteurism that happens to us all. So that's just a little bit about what I do. Oh my gosh. I love that because what you do is so powerful. And when I first started my business, I didn't realize how much personal transformation and just self-awareness, that inner development needed to happen. Because as a business owner, you are in a leadership position. Like it or not, you are the leader. Even if you don't have a team, just as a parent, you are a leader by being a parent. So this episode is absolutely for you. So what advice can you give us to combat that inner critic? Where do we even start? Yeah, yeah, it's such a good question. So, uh, so I think we start just by not layering on more shame. I think we almost feel embarrassed that we have this negativity running in the backstory of our minds, which is sort of like this double one-two punch. 
um, I think the, the best way to start is to recognize that it's normal, that we have a self-protective mechanism hardwired into our brains to keep us safe. And it's it doesn't help us necessarily anymore because it was there from, you know, the times when we needed to be fearful of venturing out of the cave because a saber-toothed tiger might eat us. And of course, those are not the hazards of today, but we still have those vestiges of fear of being vulnerable, fear of being seen, fear of being exposed and it's pretty it's pretty much like a cattle prod straight to the heart like it's pretty deeply felt so um i think first we just need to recognize this is normal it's just what i tell my all my clients that's just your brain braining there she is Oh, there's silly brain. Um, but then I think there's ways that we can, and uh, ways that I know we can walk ourselves back from that ledge of like self-doubt and second guessing ourselves and beating ourselves up and the negative self-talk. And the very first way, Amy, is just to be aware, just to be like, oh, there it is. It's like to just sort of separate you yourself ever so slightly from the real you from the, that inner saboteur, that little bitty part of you that's there worried and scared and feeding ourselves with all of this, you know, um, this drama about what if and you should be better and yet that's not good enough and pull yourself together that just noticing it right is like the hugest step does that resonate oh my gosh yes it does because truly without that awareness you can't even begin to make a change if you're not aware right. of it so just by right. taking that small step that right there is the catalyst to create a change. Because like you said, it's primal. It doesn't mean yeah. that there's anything wrong with you. I love that you said, this is normal. This is just 100%. how our brains work. You know, it's just 100%. biology trying to keep us safe. And we forget right. that. And then what we do, we attach right. a story to that. And then by the time we're all said and done, we're down this rabbit hole of spiral and doubt. And you're so far in it that you don't even notice what you're doing. So I love that. Starting with just yeah. the awareness of it. Yeah. Yeah. I like to call that this sort of brand of leadership strong and sensitive. Like we are doers. We get stuff done. We're very capable of handling a lot coming at us, but we also feel like we we're perceptive. And uh, if we weren't, if we didn't have like this inner negative talk, what we would be would be like a narcissist or yeah. a psychopath. Like, like we do care about how we come across. And we so we have that inner governor kind of running on autopilot telling us like, oh, don't be too much. Don't, you know, what is she thinking? She didn't smile at my joke. Oh, I think she might be mad at me. Like we just kind of start going on this critical overdrive. But it's because we're people persons, because we even if you're not an extrovert, you care about how you are perceived in the world. And that's a good thing. So it's not like we're trying to get rid of our social sense, right? Exactly. That That's a perfect way to put it because yeah, if you're not having that sensitivity, yeah, that, that's called narcissism, you know, and that's a whole right. yeah. problem. Then you're a jerk and nobody wants to hang around with you and your business right. doesn't succeed. Right. Exactly. Right. So, um, so, so what I learned like in coaching school, like I'm a certified coach is that we can actually build on this skill of like, parsing out that negative inner 
critic as if it's a subset of our whole human. So this sounds kind of funny. It sounds like I'm promoting schizophrenia or something. And maybe I am because it's healthy to like pull ourselves away and see there's a bigger version of me that is, you know, full of talents and love and compassion and skills. And then there's this smaller part of me that beats that part of me up. And they're like two different me's, but that other one, I want her to be small. And so this is the technique, Amy, that like, I don't know if this will resonate, but it's, it's sort of humorous. It's basically personifying your negative inner critic as if it was small, pathetic, um, uh, sort of like needing sympathy, but, um, but not too much. It's like you basically talk down to it. Like, oh, there you are, you little one. Like the minute that she starts beating you up, thinking like, oh, you look so fat today. Oh, you're late. You're always late. Oh, you're such a mess. Like, look at you. Look at her. She's so much better than, oh, 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 there she is. There she is, says I to my little version of me, right? Does that sound just ridiculous? But it helps you gain command over that. Like, oh, first I saw it, right? Step one, I noticed it. And then second, I'm going to actually speak to it. I'm going to actually talk her down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. <laughs> you know, even just acknowledging it then like, yeah, you're there. I hear you, yeah. but I'm not going to let you take control. You're not I running just, the show. I was talking with a friend of mine the other day and she, she says, you know what? Sometimes the cheerleader just has to sit right on the mean girl and make her calm down. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's so, so <laughs> true because right? we don't even realize these things are happening. So yeah. Let's yeah. calm that inner mean girl down. And I love too how you mentioned this is a skill. This is a yeah. skill that takes practice that we can right. develop. So this isn't Absolutely. a one time, okay, I've noticed it. And all right, I'm, you know, trying to shut it down, but it's going to take practice, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And then not making ourselves wrong when it, when she comes back, not going, right. oh, why am I so, I, here I am again. It's like, no, 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 no. That's, that's another version of her that's now beating up on you. Just, just noticing it and being compassionate to the larger version of us and saying, oh, there she is. And so, uh, so sometimes I'll do this exercise in my small group coaching groups where we'll name her. And it, or it, it might not be a female, it might be actually some of them, uh, some of the funnier terms to personify like this negative saboteur, this inner critic, or like a little, um, a little evil gnome, like I think of those garden gnomes, they, yeah. I just, they always creep me out, you know, like somebody just looks like small and pathetic and grumpy, uh, somebody who just has a bad humor, I've heard weenie genie, or um, the little devil, right, um, you you know, just things like because this is what helps like humor helps break this cycle so if you can feel humorously pathetically loving towards this little teeny sliver part of yourself and not think it's the whole you like oh you little silly cretin you there you are you little slimy devil i hear you or you can name her you know the inner mean girl or you know choose your own adventure right yes. but uh you're basically saying, I see you, don't need you today. You can sit down, thanks. Like, I've got this. I know you're trying to keep me safe. Sit down, I got this. Oh my gosh. And that is, it's powerful to be able to utilize what you are teaching us right here. Oh, I love you, and love it. I, and as women, I feel like our compassion 
towards others, that's one of our superpowers, but we just need to develop that compassion for ourselves, that ability to forgive ourselves. We are human. We are not robots. Life is going to happen and throw us curveballs. So I love some of those names you threw out there. That was cracking me (laughs) up, but you're Right. right. I mean, even just bring a little bit of humor into the day. Does that make the biggest difference? And I mean, they've shown that humor, laughter, it gets those endorphins going. It gets those feel-good chemicals pumping through our veins. And that helps us overall. Life, creativity, business, all of the things. Right? Well, when you're an entrepreneur, you have to be self-managed because your business is you. And you, so you want to have these resources almost like, I call it like your, your theoretical medicine cabinet, like open it up. What do I need? I need a little endorphins. I'm going to give myself a laugh or I need a little self-management. I'm going to talk down to my inner critic. I I need to manage myself so that I can go and get, be more effective in my life. And as a mom and as a businesswoman and as a leader and all the things. So it really is important for us to, um, to be ministering to ourselves in that most compassionate way, whatever tools we got, right? Right. And I love how you say, you know, there's so many different tools out there and there really are. And it's trying different things and seeing what works for you. You The level of self-awareness and emotional intelligence that being an entrepreneur requires is off the charts. I mean, I'm a firm believer in that at least 80%, if not more of success as a business owner is really mindset. It's having yeah. that ability to identify when those inner critics are talking and right. notice and shut them down. You know, we often get stuck in imposter syndrome where we think, oh, well, because she's right. doing it, there's no room for me. Or who right. am I to be teaching this to that person because they're so much more qualified than I am. Right. Right. And that's your social skills on overdrive. It's you looking out in the world and very thoughtfully appreciating the differences. Like that's what we were taught in Sesame Street, right? One of these things is not like the other. But when we use it against ourselves, then we're, we're... uh, we're not safety seeking. We're really stumbling ourselves, but we don't see it that way. We're we're um, we're almost on autopilot. So, what you say is so true, Amy. Because like an entrepreneur, I guess the definition of an entrepreneur is literally somebody who's doing something that has not been done before. Now, it doesn't mean that like your business has never been done before, but it's never been done in the way you're doing it, right? So you're always striding out into new territory. You're always being vulnerable. You know, like you're always theoretically stepping out of the cave to be seen, to go bigger, to attract attention. And that's so triggering to that inner saboteur that thinks, what the heck are you doing? You should you, you should go home and eat a pint of ice cream because you're not good enough. Like, go hide, right? Like, I just, I can even conjure it up sometimes the, the, the chills of feeling that shudder of like cringe, like, oh, I can't believe I misspoke on that interview, or I can't believe I had that typo in my email, or I can't believe, you know, she said no, or I lost the sale, like all of those things can just spin us out. Uh, So we just need to realize, like, I'm doing something that's never been done before, and I must put my invincibility suit on, which is like myself 
my self-management, my self-support, my self-good talk, my inner Wonder Woman, which brings me actually to the other side, right? Like if we have an inner saboteur, let's go find our inner captain, like the, the woman that's strong and powerful and stands tall and has her hands on her hips and is like a superhero. Like we want her to be fully expressed and fully, um, you know, empowered to be part of our inner dialogue in our, you know, the way we move through the world, right? We can yes. have fun with that too. Yes. And you truly can. And that's fabulous that you brought that up because I found, at least for myself, really embodying the woman I want to become, really stepping into that that's where you start to show up. Okay, how does this woman act? How does she show up? How does she speak? She's not going to be sitting there for hours on social media comparing herself. She is doing exactly what you said. It's, you know, she knows she has value to bring to the table because it's her own unique way of doing it. It is her innate way of doing things. It's how she acts and responds and just manages all of the things that right there, that's what attracts your ideal client to you. You don't want to be for everyone. And I think sometimes that's where we get stuck because we think in our brains that, oh, I need to be accepted by everyone. And that again, sets us into imposter mode and questioning everything and the spiral continues. Right, right. Because rejection is a trigger. Rejection makes us feel vulnerable and we're trying to avoid that emotional pain. If we don't have that physical threat of the saber-toothed tiger outside of the cave, we have the emotional one. Like, what is my mother-in-law going to think? Or like, what what is my neighbor going to think? Or, you know, all of those things. Or we just do it to ourselves. Yeah. And then there we are in the spiral. So, yeah. yeah, I love that. I love that. That is amazing. Any other last words, last thoughts for our listeners today of, you know, just other ways that we can really blow up imposter syndrome? Well, I've got lots of them, more than we have time for. I actually have a, a like maybe a 30-minute video called How to Blow Up Imposter Syndrome a Dozen Ways that I'd love to share with your community. We can talk about that. But I think that um, the... The positive self-talk is the one thing that we haven't quite leaned into. You just mentioned it so well, Amy. Like, then if we're noticing, so number one is acknowledging that the negative self-talk is there. Number two is sort of like developing some process to um, to separate yourself from it, right? Number three is to talk it down. But the fourth is really to enhance that positive self-concept and lean into the image of who you long to be. Who's your icon? What kind of skills and characteristics and qualities does she display? And how does she carry herself? Even how does she walk in the morning? Or what does she like to drink? Or how does she speak to her children? And not shaming ourselves for not being there yet, but using it as a as a guide or an encouragement for the woman that we're becoming. Um, I think one of my favorite quotes is that, you know, if, if you could dream of that type of individual, she's already inside you. You would not be able to think her if it wasn't possible for you. If it wasn't the, the language that you speak, you wouldn't understand that it, that image or that icon in your life. So be encouraged that she's there too, right? Maybe that yeah. would be how I would I would leave it. Oh, that's beautiful because I, I think so many times we discount our dreams. But mm. I, I as well, I am a firm believer in that if you have a dream 
on your heart, you owe it to yourself to pursue it. And so often we we don't, we think we're not worthy. We tell ourselves these stories and that right there, using that positive self-talk, that's where it all changes. I mean, that can change someone's life right there. Right. Right. Talk to yourself like you would your best friend or your kid when you're trying to encourage them when they're feeling discouraged. Yeah. That's important. It really is. You know, and it really hit me the one day when my daughter was learning how to ride her bike. You know, of course, you're not going to be good at riding a bike Mm -hmm. the first time you get on it. And I'm telling her like, okay, you know, we just have to keep showing up. We just have to practice. It's going to take a Mm -hmm. while. Mm -hmm. And I, it hit me and I was like, oh my gosh, why am I talking to myself this way? You know, I'm expecting when I'm in the beginner stage of business, I'm sitting there comparing myself with women that have been doing this for 10, 15, 20 years. Why am I not talking to myself like I am my daughter? And that right there, I am so glad you brought that up because that was a moment where I just, it stopped me dead in my tracks. I can still picture that day standing in the driveway with her saying that to her. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I (laughs) talk to myself like I'm speaking to my daughter. Yeah. That's where momming is like the greatest, the greatest teacher of all, right? Like it really is. And the healer. Yes. Yeah. You know, and and being a mom and running a business, there's so many parallels. And I truly believe that moms make incredible business owners because of the skills we innately have within Mm us, you know, Mm -hmm. and when we can learn to harness those skills and gain control of our thoughts, it's beautiful. That's where everything happens. That's where the transformation takes place. So this was incredible. And if you are listening to this, implement the things that Joe is telling you. It's one thing to consume this, but it's going to take practice. You need to be intentional and practice what you're learning. Implement these skills into your life. Start with just that self-awareness and it will get easier. Joe, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show. I love it. I love what you're doing. And I really love supporting moms who are out there making things happen. So it's an honor. We love it. So how can we support you? How can we get into your world? Well, you can come on over to where I live at um, joeleader.com. That's my first name, J-O-L-E-A-D-E-R.com. That uh, imposter syndrome dozen ways to blow it up. I, it's right there on my face page. It's joeleader.com slash imposter. You'll see it right there. Um, I have a lovely community called Women Who Lead With Heart on Facebook, where we're all about female empowerment and encouraging each other and lifting each other up. It's a fun place where we share a lot of coffee memes as well. So... <laughs> or good dance videos. Uh, so it'd be fun to have um, people come join me there. Uh, on Instagram, I'm Joe Leadership Coach. And uh, just out there in the world, um, sending out the good vibes. So come find me. Oh, I love it. Everything will be linked up in the show notes. So be sure to check the show notes for direct links to the freebie she's giving away to the Facebook community, to Joe's Instagram page. Oh, this was just a dose of positivity that I needed today. So thank you, Joe. I appreciate My you. My pleasure. Thank you, Amy. And Keep un- doing big things. Yes, yes. We all are together. It's together that we truly thrive.
So until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.